Go ahead and say it, my brother. You say it all the time. Let's kick this pig. Let's do it, baby. Welcome back to the fastest 20 minutes of sports talk on these year internet. This right. is the Untitled Sports Show. And I am Elzo the MIC. And I am Joe Paul. Welcome back to another edition of the show. And a lot of stuff to talk about. Of course, a lot of the stories that we covered last week came back into fruition and mm-hmm. into the headlines this week, including the Colin Kaepernick workout. Uh, Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett back still in the headlines with their tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Astros. We didn't touch on this last week. We didn't have time, but let's go ahead and let's give talk it a on few that real quick. Seconds. Let's, let's give it a few seconds. Give me the give me the background on this story because right, there's I a lot have of no allegations clue. going back to the 2017 World Series win that the Astros were taping mm-hmm. signals. Okay, they were you know able to anticipate the signals. Basically, you did a a, a, a Patriots Belichick Spygate yes. type shit, right? Only with baseball. Okay, in baseball. Okay, and now so what's the problem? Well, the thing <laughs> is now you got a butt hurt former Astros pitcher. That is confirming this. Okay. So now they're investigating. Whether or not they were stealing signs. But I thought in baseball, you do steal signs. That's what like every team does, right? Once again, that's when baseball <laughs> purist looks like a complete jackass. Because baseball, for the last 40-plus years, cheating has been a part of your game. Right. It right. was doctoring baseballs by the pitchers to cork bats, juiced bats, juiced balls, juiced bodies. And now we got, yes, Spygate. So if I'm now, now if I read this story correctly, the story that I got was that whenever a uh, uh, a pitcher went up to the mound, the the Astros would would hit trash cans to signal when they should take hits, and then nobody figured this out. Nothing during that season that, that right, it was all that somebody of, banging on a trash can or some kind of you know impromptu signal to say yeah. That, that nobody figured this out during the season. But my thing is always this: if listen, if you can steal a sign in baseball, I mean, nobody's ever said that stealing signs was illegal, right? Come on, look at the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay Buccaneer secondary and linebackers were calling Rich Gannon's plays. Exactly. In progress. Right. Did anybody say, that's not fair? They should have adjusted. <laughs> you know, if you suspect and you're still pitching the same crap and they're lighting you up, getting sparky, change your calls, man. This is like uh, earlier this year uh, when, uh, when you had the Saints-Cowboys game. Yes. Uh, people were, there were reports that came out later that said the Saints- Looked at old tape of uh, uh, the uh, offensive coordinator for Dallas mm-hmm. uh, using the same signals that he used at Bo- when he was coaching at Boise State. He's using them in the pros, mm. and, Dal- and and the Saints were tipped off to just about every play that Dallas was doing. That's not cheating. That's adjust your <laughs> adjust your play calling, Sparky. <laughs> I mean, so what is the problem? It's, it's called what? evolution. You evolve with the times. Yes. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, right. This is one of the reasons why we didn't really cover this You know, this you're not going to vacate week. that World Series. They still we, won the World exactly. Series. Exactly. What you going to so, do? You know. Take the trophy away? Y'all going to go repo the trophy? Right. And <laughs> baseball was saved by two guys that were taking legal substances back in the day and hitting balls out the park. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, you know, I, like I said, I was I actually saw Barry Bonds during that, that 715 home run season, that, that season they broke where I saw him in, in uh, Denver, Colorado, playing the Rockies. First at bat, launches one. Well, of course, <laughs> in Colorado, the balls are going to fly out anyways. But, he launched you know. one. But at the same time, we also saw the evolution of, of Barry Bonds' body. But Barry Bonds was slim like me when he started in the league. Right. And then by the time he was done. And he, he was, was done, a base stealer like his dad. Right. And by the time he was done, he was as big as Mark McGuire and everybody else and had the big meat head. Like, that's how the <laughs> score. I mean, that's what them steroids do. Don't they enlarge your head? Right. Don't they make the head bigger? Allegedly. 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 Let me leave Barry Bonds alone. I like Barry Bonds. <laughs> I do. I do. I think he's a But asshole. I mean, for anybody in baseball to say their sport is clean and pure, just shame on you. Shame on you. You're an idiot. And right. stop with the unwritten rules nonsense. Yes. Why don't you print them rules out so everybody can see? That's why these kids don't want to play baseball no more. All right? 
And plus, and if I'm not mistaken, I also heard this week that the same GM from the Astros is trying to get rid get Major League Baseball to get rid of uh sixty percent of the major league uh, minor league teams that are out there. He wants to get rid of the farm system. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I agree with the idea, but you know, I don't think you need you know, I don't think you should take away baseball from certain areas where it's working, you right. know, and, and folks are going to the games mm-hmm. and attending. Uh, if they're not there, then, you yeah, know, yeah. I can see them Close leaving. the doors. All right. So let me move on. Let's move on from that. That's why we didn't really cover this story last week mm-hmm. because the Astros, because baseball is full of shit yes. and, 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 and for this whole story and they're full of shit. And I guess they need something to be relevant during the winter meetings. I don't know. But enough with this. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on. Uh, let's get into the big story in the NFL this past week. Colin Kaepernick. Right. And this sham of a uh, of a sham oh, of a rockery you know, of a I, workout. Me personally, I wanted to see. Well, you made a bold-ass prediction right. at the start of the and season. And two-thirds correct so far. Teams contacted him, and he has worked out for teams, and there's interest. That's right. You called this. Now, again, this was one of your bold-ass predictions at the start right. of the year that Colin Kaepernick would get back into the league, and we kind of thought it was going that way last week until all the info started coming out about Colin Kaepernick and his workout and how it all may have been a sham uh, uh, by the National Football League. Uh, you know, the story is, of course, people are, of course, you got these ESPN and and all these big network talking heads who have been deployed by the NFL to spread a false narrative that Colin Kaepernick was being uncooperative about this. So I took the to Twitter recently, and I've been mm-hmm. going to war with motherfuckers over this on right. Twitter. Yes, because they, these are just nobodies. I mean, these are somebodies. I, I had to go. I had to go check, check Damian Woody. Right. I, I I didn't want to check Stephen A. Smith because they all are continuing to spread this false narrative by the National Football League that Colin Kaepernick. Uh, is not being cooperative, and he moved everything at the last second and did everything on his own at the last second, but are are leaving out the fact that the NFL tried to get this man to sign a waiver that will get him to surrender his employment rights to the league Right. Uh, in case uh, they, it's proven that he can, he can prove that they're colluding against him again. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, can I say this real quick? And, uh, and what Stephen A. Smith and them ain't telling y'all is this. The NFL has once again proven that they are colluding against Colin Kaepernick. Because you call at the last, you call this man at the last minute, give him two, three hours notice, and tell him the only way you're going to get back into the league is come to this specific workout. And we've told all our member teams that they need to be there at this specific workout. How's that not collusion? How's that not collusion? When for three years you had any team in the country, any team in your league could have called this man at any time. Players have been called and given workouts at. Anytime. And at their discretion. At their discretion. Right. But you're telling your members of your league, you have to be at this workout, and it's the only way you can talk to them. Ladies and gentlemen, that alone is collusion. Mm -hmm. And Colin Kaepernick, by this bullshit workout, can prove once again that the NFL is colluding against him. I was pleased that he was ready to play. Everyone said he he looked ready, he's in shape, and he has his abilities haven't really wavered much. Right. Except maybe the on-field presence. Right. That's about it. Right, but here's the thing. The thing you've been hearing all week long and they continue to be spread by these media pundits is the fact that Colin Kaepernick just didn't want to cooperate. He didn't want to I, never mind the waiver. It's a PR no, the waiver is the important part, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Any lawyer in the country will yes. tell you not to sign anything that's going to give away your employment rights. And don't forget, I believe if I'm not correct or uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. he is a Stanford educated guy, so he's not Dumb. He's not dumb. He is a smart guy. He has lawyers around him, and he probably does have great lawyers. Again, and and, and like I said, I've been on Twitter. This I got at Damian Woody because Stephen A. Smith and Damian Woody and Tiki of all motherfuckers on the planet, Tiki Barber, Tiki Barber had the nerve to get on television and say 
He's just unlikable. Oh, really, dickhead? This is the same asshole who had to get kicked off the Giants and retired the year before, and the minute he left, his team won, won the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And his brother got a Super Bowl. And his brother got a Super Bowl. <laughs> you left your wife eight months pregnant with twins to go be with the intern. But you want to talk about likability, Tiki mm-hmm. Barber. Really? You, the nerve of this cocksucker. The, <laughs> I call him a cocksucker. I tell it to his face. That's some bullshit. Right. I heard, yeah, you going to sit there and criticize this man who has stood up for, uh, who has taken a, a stance that no one else is afraid to take, and you're going to have the nerve to call him unlikable. Let's see. How many times he's, has he been suspended for disciplinary, violating league rules, or violating the substance abuse policy? None. Exactly. But here's a but but the thing and, and and this is what the Kaepernick haters continue to want. They keep trouting out this boot. Like yesterday I got into a guy, the guy's got twenty five fucking followers on Twitter. I made the mistake of trying to engage this dickhead asshole, knowing that he was a bot, but he kept spreading these same old tired ass Kaepernick assumptions. Y'all he he, he wasn't worried about it until he got cut. He didn't become this black activist until he got caught. Okay. So if he did even still, you've seen the work that he's done, right? Well, no, no, no. I, I haven't seen anything. Well, he's got a whole website, and he's showing that you he's yeah. do, out here doing the work in the community. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why are you still carrying on with this narrative? With ESPN and NFL Network and all these other big major partners of the National Football League have done the minute this story broke, because Colin Kaepernick was smart enough to tell it in real time. The day, uh, the day he showed up for the workout, his press people had already had put out a statement on Twitter saying this is what's going on at this very moment with the National Football League. They're trying to get Colin to sign a waiver that's going to make him give away his employment rights. We're not going to do that, so we're going to move the workout elsewhere and have other teams attend if they so choose. That's what happened. But you're going to sit there and listen to Stephen A. Smith and Damian Woody and all these other people gloss over that fact. Right. Because they're towing their corporate line. Exactly. Now, see, I've noticed. I never call these guys sellouts. No. Everybody likes to say that, that you should, males, you call them a sellout. I never call no. these guys sellouts. You just. I pointed out the mere fact that you are doing a journal. You are being, you're committing journalistic malpractice. Yes. By sitting there and saying that this, that you're, you're not by being leaving objective. Out that fact. Right. You're not being objective. You're not being biased. Right. You you're, are being very biased. You are being, being unbiased. You're being you're not being unbiased and not looking at the facts. And he keeps saying, "What the fa- waiver don't matter. The waiver is everything." Yes. The waiver is everything. Yes. You're signing a document. <laughs> the waiver is everything. That is giving up your rights as an potential employee of that league. Nobody's going to do that. No, no one is going to do that. That's like signing a blank check. And my th- and my thought is this: the NFL only did this because there has got to be some sort of loophole. In that original agreement mm-hmm. that they just got wind of and decided to say, you know what, let's try to figure out so how we're we can track So we're going to double this. down on our collusion right. to get them to sign this waiver. Right, right. So they're colluding. Again, they've yeah. proven it. They've proven it. Damn. And by the deployment of this of their media partners, they are spreading this false narrative. And all everybody on the planet is telling them is, we're not buying it. Right. We've seen the info for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We know what it is. So why do you continue to tell the company line? Oh, that's right. Because y'all got the big checks. Yeah. Y'all got the big checks. Some of them guys got some big checks Stephen recently. A. just got a big check. Recently. A whole lot of folks just got big checks. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they're going to tell the corporate line and sell you on the corporate bullshit yes. of it. Don't fall for this nonsense, people. Colin Kaepernick did the right thing in this in this moment. He and, and, and you know, and then you still got these people that still say, "Well, the league had every right to protect itself. The league should have done that." Okay, that's fine, but don't get mad because I said I'm not I'm not looking out for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the contract is 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 designed to help you out. I'm not going to take an L for At you. At the end of the day, an owner is desperate enough; they will contact him and they will sign him. And what? And I got to give it up to Howard Bryant because this comes to the core. of The situation is y'all don't want. 
black advocacy. Y'all want black obedience. Mm. And that comes from all that comes from that goes from mm. Stephen A. That's why they're spreading this narrative. They don't want y'all to be black free and, and be and, and speak for your people. They want you to be obedient to their masters at the National Football League. This nonsense, this notion of um uh, uh if you want to get back in football so bad, you'll do anything to get back to it. No. No. No, why should why should this man sell his soul? If that was true, wouldn't have Gronk done that already? A whole lot of people would have done this. Yeah, a whole lot of people would have done it. Just because you'll be willing to sell your soul, and again, this is why this is why people think you're a sellout. This is why people are calling y'all sellouts because clearly you're spreading a narrative that says if you want it so bad, sell your soul for it. Wow, that's so. Show me the lie. That's that's why people are calling Stephen A. Smith. I haven't called you that, but this is why people think you're a sellout. Because you're telling this man, I. But the very fact that's the first thing out of your mouth, you're calling me a sellout. No, nobody's called you a sellout, but you're obviously convicted enough to mention it. Right. Again, because they've been using their blackness as their reason. That <laughs> uh, I'm a black I'm not, man. I'm I know. Not I'm not, I know you can't say nothing that. about this. No, that's why I'm addressing it. Right. People, you people like to throw in the race car when it's convenient for them. When it's convenient for them, mm-hmm. it's convenient for them. They want to throw in the race car. And that's what Stephen A. and all these other guys have been doing as of late. And you can go on my Twitter page right now at Mel's on the MIC. I, I got that Damien Woody. Yep. I got him. <laughs> I got it. Everybody that, that has facts. something to say. With facts. With facts. And he, of course, you didn't he, call names. You didn't. I didn't no, call him a sellout. It was a very fact based tweet. You use your blackness. You got mad at T.O. Oh, shout out to T.O. Shout out to T.O. T.O. called him out. Yes. Hey, T.O. And also, T.O. retweeted my tweet because yes. I defended T.O. You know, this so, is the one time I will say thank you, T.O. Shout out to T.O. Because T.O. said some real shit and he had to be and he had to say it. But again, I'm not calling y'all sellout. I would never call somebody a sellout. No. But if you are alleging that somebody should sell their soul and give up their rights because they want to so badly get back into the game, then I can't deal with you. I, I can't. I can't. You're a sellout. I'm not going to call you that, but that's what you are. I'm basically telling this man to do. Sell your soul so you won't get back in football that bad. Mm-hmm. So, by again, I will continue to... But Stephen A., of course, is a WWE character. That's what he does. His whole thing is to get ratings. So <laughs> He screams, yells, and yes, right. gets ratings. So that's what he does. But my thing is this, and I've talked about this too with you. Uh, we talked about the Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett story yeah, last we had week. To be- we, there was a story that almost surfaced that well, a racial slur may have been used, but it wasn't confirmed, so it was quickly no, rescinded. It, well, it hasn't been rescinded. Has ESP, it been rescinded? No, ESPN is still standing by the story that they're reporting. A lot. Uh, Miles Garrett has put out a statement saying that he knows what he heard, but he said he was disappointed that the NFL leaked that story out as part of the appeals process, which makes no sense to me. <laughs> which makes no sense to me. Which makes me think Miles Garrett may have heard this but i don't think he's i don't think he's hearing it correctly but i mean even because we said this last Rudolph's week teammates said no right but no. we say this last there was week guys the- grabbing face masks insults may have been but there's no implications of a racial slur but we talked about this last week on the pod that that you know at the initial outset of this whole thing that we thought that he may have said something to get miles garrett that wrenched up and and it may have been a racial slur. Yes. But now when you're coming out with this story and you're using it as your defense on your appeals process, and then you're like, well, no, nah, I didn't want this story to come out like that. That's kind of fishy. <laughs> That's kind of fishy. That kind of makes me think you 
don't know what it happened. It wasn't confirmed then. You just heard it secondhand. Right. You, that's or what you I think. assumed. Oh, I think he might have heard it for a second. I think probably the policy brother was like, nigga, I took the shit out of you. And, uh, and, <laughs> I think that's what happened. I think the policy brothers was like, nigga, I took this. And he probably was like, oh, I heard him say the N-word. Oh, I'm going to hit him with the helmet. I think that was policy. Like, I think that's what he might have heard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I don't buy it. Do you buy it? Do you buy that he heard a racial slur? Because again, take under the, the outcry would have been a lot faster, a lot sooner, mm-hmm. and there would have been more people on his back. There's more people on Mason Rudolph's back than Garrett's back. I don't even think nobody's on anybody's back because again, everybody's still screaming for Mason Rudolph should be suspended for that one game for at least starting this shit. A lot of people are still screaming that at this point, but you know, I don't buy. I don't it's buy it. Too little, too late now. Yeah, at this right, point, right? It's too little, Garrett too late. Is not going to get his appeal shortened. He used a helmet as a weapon. Right. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. And my thing was always, look, after the press conference, he was like, well, I'm not going to say what he said. No, say that shit. I mean, because that's that's going to help in your defense. Say that shit publicly. Say it loud. If you go go there, go there. Don't wait till after the fact and be like, well, yeah, he said it, but I ain't want nobody to know about it. What uh, the fuck no, that mean? Because you're, you're out the rest of the season. <laughs> you're done. You're done anyway. And you're going to have to go before Roger Goodell to plead your case to get back in. So this, I mean, that whole story is ridiculous, man. I'm, I'm just sorry it happened. Uh, but, you know, speaking of the season, and, and of course, you know, I, I I do believe the cap workout was probably uh, a setup to try to bury the you Miles Garrett stuff. Dis- I, think, I think it was a distraction. I think it was a, a deflection. deflection and a distraction. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, I'm just pointing that out there for my woke folks out there. Stay right. woke out there. <laughs> Let's right. take off the tinfoil hats and I'm talking about this week's action. <laughs> He said, take off the tinfoil hat and let's get it all. You already know what it is. Right. The most compelling matchups of the next week of the NFL. Hats off to Bill O'Brien. He didn't fuck up this week. The Texans did beat the Colts. Well, nice work by the Texans. They did good. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins played a great game. Now, again, this is another one of these, you know, division matchups that need to go down. They needed to win. The Texans did not win. The Colts could have stolen that division from them. All right. So we got a couple of compelling matchups. A lot of dumps to fire this week. Yeah. There's a lot of dumps to fire this week, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. I'm just Tampa Bay, to do Atlanta you. is at the top of that list. Ah, stop it. That, that, that's probably going to be a good game. But we're going to look at the most compelling matchups of this week. Right. The most compelling joints. And they're in the right place. Uh, one of the most compelling joints this week is Seattle versus Philly. I, you don't think it's compelling. I think it's compelling. Carson Wentz is trash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson is the better quarterback. On paper, Seattle should win this game. They should win this game. But again, you got Philly that's hungry. In the division fights yes. with the Dallas Cowboys, they ain't too far off. No, they're not. Because the Cowboys got the Patriots this week. Right. <laughs> well, a lot of people are actually looking at this game with very big interest. Right. Uh, because Patriots are missing a lot of offense. Right. They're missing out on a lot of offensive stars that they've been struggling the last couple of weeks. And their defense is starting to show wear on the ground game especially. Yeah. So um, I, not one, I don't know if we want to pick a winner for that one. I just think it's going to be a compelling as hell matchup. Right. Uh, I just think that Dallas and uh, New England is going to be a compelling matchup. Also, another potentially compelling matchup, Carolina and New Orleans. My Saints. I think it's going to be compelling because you got Carolina in a dogfight uh, to try to climb back into the division. But you also got the Saints team win this game, win on Thanksgiving. Honestly, the yeah. division the is division, over. So, I mean, <laughs> that race is going to be over. So it's good, but I, but you know, uh, Carolina has these ups and down games. Right. Uh, Their quarterback threw four picks last week. Yes. Uh, so, but also he also uh, last year against the Saints in the last game of the season to get Kyle Allen scorched the shit out the Saints. Right. And of course, you got to always watch McCaffrey. 
Right. So uh, that's going to be another compelling matchup to be on the lookout for this weekend. Uh, anything else, Mr. Paul, that we might have missed? Oh, uh, yeah. The Sunday night game, I believe, oh, that's is right. the Niners and the uh, Green Bay Packers. Ooh, good game. Ooh that's going to be a good game. Good game. That sounds like it's going to be a shootout of the highest order. Uh, also, or it'll be a defensive shutdown. Battle. Either way, it's going to be in San Francisco. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting matchup right now. And on the, the Sunday Monday night. night game also it looks interesting as well. Baltimore versus the Rams. Mm-hmm. You got Eric Weddle making headlines this week. Uh, the former uh, Rams uh, safety telling uh, telling his team, his old team, that he won't be helping them out with new information on the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> what you think about that? If I'm paying you and I bought you over here and we're going up against a common opponent and I need you to give me some info, you giving me the info or you're going to play this integrity game? <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm paying you. Please. I'm paying you. <laughs> give me the info. And Jared Goff is also trash. <laughs> We've been through that. <laughs> we've been we've been through that. So those are the compelling matchups of this week in the NFL. Uh, lots of games to be on the lookout for, man. But uh, I, like I say, man, I don't know which 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 one is the most compelling. All I do know is this: I'll be rooting for the Huda Nation because I'm trying to have Thanksgiving turkey and a, and a division title before it's all said and done. And so the farewell Jameis tour will continue in Atlanta this week. Oh, uh, come on now, nah. farewell, nah, farewell, eat a W, farewell. <laughs> Yeah, eat a, eat a, yeah, eat a, eat a w. w. You know he's seven and eighteen since doing that stunt. Yeah. Well, it's time for us to get up out of here, my brother. That right. is a wrap for the past yes. twenty minutes of sports talk with DJ Edness. It's the Untitled Sports Show. Uh, don't forget follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mel's of the MIC. Or you can follow Jojo Paul nowhere because he doesn't do social media. Go smart ahead, like yeah, he is smart like that. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and make sure you tune in next week if we're here next week. <laughs> It's Thanksgiving next week. Well, it's not Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, it is Thanksgiving. It'll be Thanksgiving week. Mm, we'll let you know. Well, you might be in a good mood because your team could clinch. Yeah, my team clinches. I'll be here. Yeah. Talk shit. Mer- <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> we'll be on Title Sports Show with Bells and Joe Bye. Paul. Peace. <laughs>